eventright.com YouTube show. I have Matthew Palmer on the line. He's going to share his experience in licensing his first product. Matthew is a former Inventright student of ours. His coach was Paul. He's a crane operator. He's an inventor. And he's going to come on and talk about his new type of driveway de-icer that we'll put up on the monitor here in a minute. And uh, he's going to talk about his experiences licensing observations um, in the seasonal outdoor market, which is kind of the category your product's in, right? Yes. And, uh, and also his product itself experience. It's pretty loose, loose and fancy-free here, man. So, um, so welcome. Welcome, Matthew. Thank you. So um, we have your product up here on the monitor. Um, really cool. What, what set you up for inventing this type of product? You know, I, I've always been like a very creative person, you know, I, from very young ch child, you know, m my dad's biggest complaint with me was, you know, like I get the Christmas presents and everything and it's great. And the next day everything is in pieces uh, because I got a hold of a Phillips screwdriver and he's just like, what are you doing here? And, he, and he's like, it's a fine, just put it back together. And at that age, it was like, um, I got it apart, dad. You know, uh, let's leave it at that. You know, so it was just, it wasn't, it wasn't a good thing. Um, but that's like all evolved, right? So over time, I got good at fixing things, and my mind has just never really turned off, and it naturally has kind of evolved into constantly looking at things and saying, well, how does that work, and and why does it work that way? And you know, that's kind of how I got into working on cranes and being a crane operator. Uh, my careers have kind of like. I went from automotive and worked for, on directional drilling equipment and everything. So I've been in several hands-on fields. And, you know, I just one day I was thinking to myself, you know, I have a lot of ideas. And I was like, I actually have so many ideas that I really need to pick one. I need to pick one and try to run with it. And um, believe it or not, it was I was on my way to my car and I slipped and I fell really hard on, on my driveway. And I'm like, they should create something for this. And then, you know, I said that to my wife. She goes, yeah, it's called rock salt. You know, you dummy, why don't you go spread some? And I'm like, that's lame. I was like, there's nothing cool about that. And she's like, it's rock salt. It's, there's nothing supposed to be cool about it. And I'm like, they should make something that sprays it on, on the driveway. And she's like, well, they have that liquid de-icer. You could just put it in a, a pump and spray it. And I'm like, nobody wants to be out in the cold spraying that. And she's like, well, I have no idea what you're – you know, what would, what would you propose? And that's where my mind started going. I'm like, how could you do this? How could you do this while sitting on your couch? How could you just tell your driveway to stop having ice while sitting on your couch? And I just, my, my mind just started thinking about it. And I was like, you know, I, you obviously need uh, maybe a, a pump, you know, you need, you need something that can take a liquid form of de-icer and get it on the driveway. But how do you do that efficiently? And, and then how do you do it? Not just for my driveway, but how do you do it for many people's driveways and uh you know long story short i you know one day i'm out in the yard and i'm moving the, the the garden sprinkler the one that oscillates back and forth that you can adjust to any size and i'm like i'm like man i don't want to get water on my driveway i'm trying to get on my grass and then i said wait up what if i run de-icer through this and not have it get on the grass just on the driveway right and and then it was like that aha moment, you know, and then it was and then everything else fell after that. You know, it's like, it's like, hey, today people like smart things. How do we hook this up to Amazon Alexa and how do we hook it up to Google Home? You know, I was like, Alexa, people want to ice my driveway. 
Exactly. And that's what I've told it to do. And it, it does it, you know, and I set it up every winter and it works great. That's so cool. So the another thing that I want to talk to you about is people uh, people really want to see our students' products. So we're trying to ask more students on now that already have the product in the market. So I'm so happy that we're able to, to show it. But now let's put up another uh, picture. Now this is your product, how it ended up being. And do you want to talk a little bit about that? You said you wanted to share that with our audience. So it's it's interesting, you know, um, I've I've learned a lot going through InventRight and, um, you know, I I think you guys would agree, you know, not one. It's almost like not one company is really the same. They're all they're all kind of different in their own ways. And, um, you know, when I first launched the product, you know, the, the company that saw it was like, hey, man, we love this. And they're like, we, this is totally cool. This is thinking outside of the box. We everything we've ever sold for, for de-icers has kind of always required somebody to kind of be there and do it. Yours doesn't require somebody to be there. That's neat. And I was like, well, thanks, you know, and they said, you know, um, and then right away they're like, okay, so, you know, what is all this, what's all this going to cost? You know, how, how are we going to do this? And with, with the company that I worked with, it's called Bareground Solutions. And, you know, they, they said, how are we going to, you know, get this to market in a way that we think is going to work for our customers? And originally I had a, this tank and I said, well, you'll, you'll get the de-icer and you'll fill the tank. And they said right away, they said, well, why, why do we need a tank? And I was like, wait, you got to have your de-icer. And they were like, yeah, but we already sell it in a, it's already packaged. Can you make it work with our packaging? And that's what they said. So after a couple phone calls, I was like, I was like, yeah, you know, um, can you send me some of your packaging? And they were like, sure. Um, and they sent me this something that I wasn't expecting. I thought they were going to send me like, you know, a couple of uh, one gallon jugs of de-icer. That's not what they sent me. They sent me a box and I'm like, well, the box. I was like, I was like, oh no, they sent me rock salt. No, they didn't. They sent me liquid de-icer in the form of boxed wine. Mm. And I'm like, I'm like, this is how you send your de-icer? And I'm like, yeah, that's how we send it out. Can you make it work? And I was like, wow, let me look at this. You know, so I looked at their cap and I looked what I need to do with a valve to hook it up to their cap. So that's one of the main differences between my original system and what actually ended up on the market is we, it's, it's like boxed de-icer. And it, it's so cool because when it runs out, you just fold up the box and throw it away. You don't have all these yeah. milk jugs or anything around. It's just these one-gallon jugs or anything or five-gallon. It comes in a five-gallon box, and it's You, it's you know why that's cool. an amazing story? Thank you. And I know you're pretty experienced at this point. I know that you wanted to share this because you wanted people to see – that a lot of inventing is done after you contact companies. Absolutely. Back and forth. Like, and, and it's about them presenting a problem sometimes. We don't like this. We don't like that. Or, or making a comment. And then it's up to you to fix it. And you did just that. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is like you definitely got to have to embrace it, honestly, because it's not them saying, hey, we don't like your product. They're just saying we love everything about it. But – we also have to figure out how this is going to work for us, how we can make it practical. And if you can, you know, you got to have a good ear. You got to be able to listen to them and, and say, you know, OK, I, I hear your your concerns and give me a few weeks. Let me get back to you. And and as soon as you get back to you, them, they're I mean, they're, they're usually super excited at this point, you know, and they're like, hey, man, oh, Matt finally got back to us. This is this is his thoughts, you know. And even then, you know, I got the, well, I like, I like more of it. What can we do right here? So right. it's just a little, little fine tuning, but, um, 
I really enjoyed it. It was really rewarding. And the way the product came out, it's very, very professional looking. And I mean, it, it's, it's really neat. One of the other reasons of one of the other ways that it evolved was, you know, they're like, Hey, we, we sell our own hoses. And I was like, like, like garden hoses. And they're like, yeah. So what you have here is a rubber hose in your original prototype. And I'm like, yeah, they're like, well, we have these stainless steel crush proof water hoses. And since this is going on a driveway, there's a high potential somebody might run over the hose. What do you think? And I was like, I was like, well, it got kind of technical. I was like, well, what kind of grade of stainless? You know, you know, what do we got here? You know, but I looked at it all and everything, and we ended up with a stainless steel hose, and it, it just got that much better. And that's what's neat is your product once it's on the market, it's it's going to evolve. I mean, there's no doubt. There's no doubt about it. Um, and you know, that's that's why it's good to, you know, goes back to your provisional patent and everything, like why you want to write a good provisional patent and everything, because you know it's going to evolve. You yeah, know? and if you, if you came up at this point with the next iteration, you're like, you just came up one day, hey, I got an extra add-on for that, or I have what the next version 2.0 would be. Would they always be open to, to listening to you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, they've already, you know, contacted me for this next season, and they're like, hey, how how do we hook a battery to this? We want to get a little bit of info from somebody that's had some experience in the seasonal outdoor market, which is what this is. Any frustrations by the fact that this is seasonal and by the fact that the category it's in for your particular product and in general, any experiences there? So for my particular product, something I never anticipated, didn't even think about it. So the, the year I came up with the product, it was just snow flurrying, ice, and everything. And then when it came down to doing final testing for what was going to go on the market, I was getting no bad weather. It was driving me nuts because I'm like, I need to test this on ice. And it's just sunny. I'm like, this is killing me. You know, I contemplated even like flying north with my product. You know, I was like, I need I need some real good video. This is hard to make like the proper stuff that I, you know, to do this and to yeah. show them. I actually... You know, I, I live in Denver. I actually traveled up into the mountains. So I've got video footage of, of me testing this in parking lots at 12,500 feet oh, just to okay. get the so altitude. You, you went the extra mile, literally. You drove the yeah. extra mile. That's sure. Bad, sorry. Bad yeah. To, to go test this. So um, did you find that the, the companies weren't open a certain time of year, but other time of year, or they were open any time of year? Hey, we need new products for the next season coming up. So there. So if you get a seasonal outdoor products uh, these companies are well aware that their products are seasonal and, but you know, they're like, Hey, my income, you know, we don't want our income to be seasonal. We, we want it to be seasonal with all the seasons. So this right. particular company has covered all their other seasons. You know, there's spring, fall, all that summer. They've got it all, you know, right now, the, the biggest thing that they're pushing right now is, um, uh, I want to say, so spring, the biggest thing they're pushing was, uh, fish fertilizer products, you know, to for, for helping plants and their and their outdoor tools for that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. In summer right now, they're pushing a ton of pool products that are for the season because they know everybody's swimming right now. Um, and then, you know, fall comes and, and it's like that's when they start ramping up for, for their winter products. So the thing you have to understand with the seasonal product is you're going to you're going to get your royalties quarterly. But if you're if you're for one particular quarter, you might get one, two quarters. And that, and that and that's going to be it. Yeah. But but it's but but that's but that's like the path you chose. That's what you got into and everything. So I'm not saying don't do it because, like I said, uh, you 
you're dealing with a company that they're going to invest in all the seasons. So if you get in in one season with them on a seasonal product, look at what they what you know you're already in the door with them. They're already happy with your product if they've licensed it. Look at their other product line and see what you can do with them. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be earning less money or doing less volume, but sometimes it does. It really depends on the product. Yeah, it does because you could have you could think of it this way. It it may be quarterly with with the season, but it's like hey. That's their bread and butter. That's when they're a lot of this product is moving. So you got to think of it that way too, instead of just being an all the time kind of slow moving product. You know, that's any, one way to look at it. Any advice for people inventing in the outdoor garden? I know your product isn't really a garden product, but it's an outdoor maintenance type of product. Do you like the category? Any observations you made while you were in it? I know with this product, the 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 list of potential licenses is kind of small because it was a very particular type of product right but yeah um so the the thing that i've noticed is in this category um a lot of you know like a lot of invention a lot of products are to me what i could tell is is pretty much traditional products they haven't changed like a spade shovel is a spade shovel Mm -hmm. you know so it's like there's definitely room for people to come in and make those tweaks to other products that have been on the market for a very long time and run with it and, and see what happens. And it's, uh, I think they, um, what is the uh, expression? Sleeping dinosaur, I think I've, right. I've heard you guys say before. It's, and that's the thing is you could end up doing that. You know, you, you find uh, another way to, to, a, to make a minor tweak to these products. And I think, that a lot of these products haven't been looked at in a long time, you know, and what they're, from what I can tell with my research, uh, at least on the outdoor stuff, is it looks like most of the design and what we see on the market is being done internally by companies. So that to me says there's a whole lot of room for innovation, you know, so I definitely recommend it. It's just, you gotta, you gotta, as long as you can think of an idea and you and you think it's worthwhile after you do your research, you know? I'd say dive into it because they're definitely well. looking for it. I think there's know? a lot of opportunity in in outdoor garden products, absolutely. And yeah. and 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 there are some you definitely see some inventions if you look, but some of them it's like I don't think people are looking at these things. Um you have certain categories like um tools, right? You you got a a, a construction guy or whatever, they're always that's the way they think. But maybe gardeners aren't quite as inventive, I don't know, or home outdoor. So you don't see quite as much innovation, I think. But there's plenty of innovative products. But there's also a lot of stuff that's like, wow, nothing's changed with that forever. I agree with you. I think it's a sleeping dinosaur industry. There's a lot of opportunity. And it's a very, it's a growing industry, especially with a lot of seniors gardening more. We're not just talking about gardening. I mean, yours is an outdoor kind of maintenance product. Helps you maintain your driveway. A lot of opportunities. So we've got to wrap things up. Matthew, but so what's next for you? Are you going? What are you working on next? Are you going to work on another outdoor garden product? Are you working in another category? Where are you going? You know, um, uh, I know traditional advice is kind of yeah, kind of stick with the one category, but I'm I'm bouncing around a little bit right now, trying to find where I really fit in niche wise. I've got a lot of ideas going on. I've got some for the crane industry right now that are safety products, but we know how that can go with the automotive industry just right there and there. You already got all these regulations and everything. So right. I'm kind of seeing how far and, and what it's going to take to do that. But right now I'm working on a kitchen appliance that uh, washes dishes faster. So yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. And I'm real excited about it. I'm about to start pitching that to companies real soon. That sounds fantastic. There's a huge market for that. A lot of innovation there, but a lot of need 
as well. So that's oh, yeah, cool. for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. All right, Evan, but it's exciting. Matthew, thank you so much for coming on. I didn't even do that much talking, man. You, you just gave a lot of great information to our audience. Thank you so much. You made it easy for me as an interviewer. Yeah, um, no, that's, that, that's think, the plan, right? <laughs> I think Matthew's a real up-and-comer. I think he's going to do great with his inventions. I wish you a lot more success, Matthew. And everybody take care and keep inventing, and we'll catch up with you next time. See ya.